Well, how you doing, brother? I'm doing well, sir. How you doing today? Doing real good. This is um, it's a different venue for us. I uh, had doing this on a Saturday. Usually, we're either driving to work or a park somewhere having this conversation. But I think this is going to be a different speed, and and um, it should work out pretty well. That's it, brother. What we're wanting to get into today is being hidden in God. And also talk a little bit about what is it like when it's just like you've been set up by God. I mean, there's been times in our lives where it's really odd. It's kind of like everything that has happened is almost like we had a divine setup. And it's almost like you would relate it to being set up in the world, so to speak, like what would be a good analogy? Someone who's doing something wrong, right? The police are trying to catch them. Well, sometimes to catch that bad guy, they have to set him up. Well, even though we're not doing anything wrong, it's almost like God himself says, hmm, there's Andre, there's Kirk, and there's whomsoever. I have the perfect setup to get him right where I need him to be. And he does it in such a way that it's almost like we're in a hidden place and we can't even see what's going on. And it's, it's very interesting to me how God even talks about remaining hidden in him. Think about Colossians 3 for a minute. Colossians 3 says that we are hidden in Christ, right? That we are in him. So if we're hidden in Christ and then we are raised again on the third day, and we are raised with him, is it really us that's seen, or is it Christ in us that's seen? But we get so concerned about the enemy many times, right? Mm -hmm. The enemy comes at us, and we're like, oh, my goodness, he sees me. But if we stay in that hidden place, if we stay in communion with God, we are hidden in him. And so it's almost like he's put us on, so to speak, or we have been clothed in him and his righteousness. That makes really good sense, uh, and I, I really want to I want to backtrack a little bit on what you touched on in the beginning. Uh, you mentioned uh, about us being uh, set up by God. And I love the analogy that you use, and a set up usually you think about it in a negative connotation of a setup for something that was wrong, like you're saying, but God has set up, even when God sets us up, I think sometimes the situation when we're going through it can be perceived as something negative. But when we look back in hindsight, we say, God was in it all along. And, you know, I was I thought back on Moses. I think we touched on this in previous calls, but Moses' setup was on the backside of the desert. There you go. That's where he was pulled apart and pulled aside, and he was able to have an encounter with God on the backside of a desert of all places. I'm sure to him that wasn't a pleasant situation to be in, but God had a plan, and he was setting him up. You look at Joseph, his setup was in a, in a prison. That's not a pleasant place, but God had a plan. And in hindsight, Joseph, when he, he encountered his brothers, you know, they were, they were scared. They were, they were thinking, this guy's going to kill us. And Joseph realized, and I believe it was in that moment that he realized, he said, no, you guys meant it for evil, but God set me up. He meant it for good. 
And so I think a lot of times in the situations in our life, it may not be we think a divine setup. We're thinking it's something that is probably pretty pleasant. But chances are it's not. And it might seem that we're the furthest away from God's will for us. But God has this way of setting us up and putting us exactly where he wants us to be according to his timing. There you go. That is so good. If we go right back, you know, to Colossians 3, it says in Colossians 3, 3, for you died. And your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Think about that just for a second. Let it marinate. You died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. If our life is now hidden in Christ, in the fold of the Father, we are not forgotten. Even when it feels like we're completely hidden from everything around us, even sometimes when we have completely lost our self-identity. So we can rely on his strength because now we're hidden in him. It's not just the enemy doesn't see us, but now we also are a partaker in his strength, in his grace, in his mercy. So we have to maintain our focus and our vision to where we do not forget the grace and the mercy that he has given to us. The verse of the day today in the Bible app is Galatians 2.20. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. And you know, I've heard it. I've heard it said, and this is this is blessing me as we're talking. I think sometimes we think that when someone's sharing something, it only blesses those who hear it. But this is blessing me right now. And brother, what you, what you just shared was, I believe, you hit a vein, and it's something beautiful. Um, but this life that we live, the Christian life, I've heard it said that it's not a difficult life or a hard life, but it's an impossible life to live. We can't do it in our own human effort and our own human strength. We'll, we'll fail. But the life that we're living now is literally, it's Christ's life in us being lived through these frail human bodies that we have. His life is being lived through us. And I think a lot of times we think we're still alive. We think we're still in, in control. But it's, it's, the Christian life is more of a progression of realizing how much he is in the driver's seat, how much we are now hidden in him. So it's, it's, what is it? it's really a picture of more of him and less of us. Okay, that's good. It reminds me of that Colton Dixon song, More of You and Less of Me. But I think sometimes we've got to remember to stay balanced even in that line of thinking. Because if you think about it, God already experienced life without us. He knew what that was like before he made us. But we were so important that he decided to make us anyway. Hmm. But there's something in us that he really likes. But even though we're hidden in him, he desires our company. He desires to be with us. He desires to be partakers with us. So we never need to lose focus. And I think I'm saying that for somebody out there. 
that don't lose focus, don't lose faith. Don't forget that you have a purpose. Yes, there's a part of you that needs to die, but there's also a very good part of you that he very much wants to stay fully alive. There's a very large part of who you are and your personality that he does not want to go away because he made you. He desires you. He doesn't want you just to fall away to the side and be forgotten. He doesn't want you to be a mindless drone or robot. But instead, he desires you to fellowship with him right where you are. Okay. Well, that's good stuff. Good stuff. You know, I think we're probably going we, to continue on this line of thought on our next call. Um, but guys, we never want to we never want to leave without a chance for you guys to accept Christ. We want you to have the opportunity to know who Christ is. It says in Romans 10:9 that all you have to do is believe in your heart and confess with your mouth and that you'll be saved. So you've got to believe that Jesus died and rose again and believe that he's God and confess him with your mouth and you'll be saved. Brother, would you like to lead them in a quick prayer? Absolutely. If you... If you want to accept Christ, just go ahead and repeat after me. Father, I thank you that you sent your son. You sent your son to live a sinless life and to die a sinner's death. In my place, he died the death that I deserve. I accept that on my behalf. And I thank you for the free gift of eternal life that you grant me through your son. I ask that you wash me of all my sins and that you cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I accept you now and I take it by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. We believe if you prayed that prayer, you're now born again and that this is the beginning. This is the beginning of an eternal life lived with and through him. So get plugged into a church that preaches the word, preaches the Bible, and fellowship with other believers, and, and we believe that you're going to experience some incredible things on this journey. God bless you, guys. God bless.